Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. How's your day going? It's going great. How about you? Um, pretty good. Just pretty chill today. Relaxed day. Great. Well, thanks for tuning in to the Stroke Diva Fabulous Radio Show. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, I'm excited to talk to you. Great. Well, we'll get started. And just a formal introduction. Uh, this is Kamaria T. Richmond, your host of the Stroke Diva Fabulous Radio Show. And uh, this evening we are talking to Mr. Mark Gordon, and he is a comedian and actor and so much more. And I have been looking at on your website at so many of these wonderful spoofs that you do on politics, COVID, relationships. Uh, the one with the grannies is funny, you know, Mitch McConnell, Donald Trump. I mean, I have just been laughing uh, going <laughs> through watching some of these videos. And so, Mark, I love that you say that your mission is to use comedy to create awareness, educate people, and remove the blindfold to the hard-hitting topics, concerns, and conversations happening throughout the world today. And uh, let's get started with, I love, you know, for folks to tell their story, um, you know, how you got started, you know, what was it as a kid that led you in this direction, or did that even happen? Did it just kind of come to you? Uh, t tell us your story. Wow, thank you. That was quite an int introduction, and um, thanks for having me on your uh, your show. Yes. So starting off, um, I did the school plays like in elementary school, and it was always just like fun to 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 perform. I was kind of a um, I was really young looking kid, kind of shy. So I think so just like being out and performing, it was kind of a little bit more freeing or way to be uh, accepted. So. Comedy was something I was kind of a, a little bit of a wise ass um, as a kid. So for me, it was just like, oh, I'll make people laugh. And, um, you know, it's fun to be accepted. And then later on, I would um, do these different uh, sketches. I was at a summer camp, and me and my friend wrote this thing called, like, the 5 o'clock or the 6 o'clock, and we're in front of, like, hundreds of people. And um, kind of when, when you when you do that, you're like, oh, okay, I kind of like this. It's, it's kind of like addictive. And then I would go see. We were um, I grew up in Philadelphia, and we would go down to Atlantic City all the time. Like our grandparents um, had places there, and they would have all these shows. And at the time, like it was Atlantic City and Vegas, so all the big names would go there, and I would see them when I was young. So you're like, wow, okay, you get to see these old pros go at it. And you didn't really know what, you were, what they were talking about, but you saw everybody laughing. You're like, 
That's cool. So um, eventually, I uh, I ended up doing like some acting in college, and I took a stand-up class, and then I kind of like uh, learned how to write jokes, and I started off doing stand-up for for years, but I always wanted to do like TV and um, do do um, TV and film. So then I kind of started to to write some like I wrote a short, and I got on which is the one you were mentioning about um, I was in an old age home with old ladies and a rock band. And uh, that was kind of the first thing I did. Then after that, I just started to learn um, kind of how to edit and make music. And I just started making all these videos. Um, I got a little green screen and it was just, it was just a lot of fun. So uh, a lot of it for me was using, like you were saying in the intro, comedy was, was a way to kind of cut through so many different things, especially in politics, which could be so divisive. Mm -hmm. uh, way to bring people in. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, um, with a lot of those, those skits, uh, you know, you're doing uh, like a Trump supporter. And I mean, it's, it's because things are so divisive right now, you really do need that laughter because even though it's comedy, it's, rings true to what's going on today. Absolutely. Um, it, it's so important. And the thing is, like, if you talk politics, you know, you do like a, whatever, a Facebook post, you talk to people, after a while, your people just kind of like zone you, zone you out. But if you do a song, you get shared and people end up like watching it and they're like, who knows if it'll change anyone's views. But for me, the thing with Trump is, and um, as anybody who sees my stuff, I literally cannot stand this man. I think he's just been a, a, a terrible for this country. So he's an autocrat, and he has this idea of this, of he's like this great person, great image. So the best way to go after like people like that and with power is to mock them because they, they hate that. That's the one thing that in most of those countries, in the autocratic countries, if you mock the leader, you're ending up in jail. Well, luckily, we don't have that yet. So uh, even though that's what he wants, um, you gotta, you got to mock him and just bring him down and bring him down to, to, um, to person, not like an elevated status. And so that's what I try to do with the politics stuff. But they also did one for Bernie Sanders. I was a huge Bernie Sanders guy. And I made a video, and he happened to be doing a rally in L.A. And um, I went down there and filmed it. And I just walked around to everybody at a, at a catchy hook uh, you're feeling the burn, yeah, I'm feeling the burn, and everyone wanted to be a part of it. So on the flip side, then I sent it to the campaign, and they wrote back to me. So that was on the flip side of it, where, where I was able to, to use it to, uh, to get a lot of people excited, um, as opposed to the other way of, take, of trying to tear down a, a despot. Yeah, I like the I like the Bernie one, and I like the Moscow Mitch, <laughs> which oh, I was, thing was tracking up. Oh, no, thank you. Yeah, that one was like 10 months ago, and I sent it to Jamie Harrison before Jamie Harrison was anything. I sent it to the team, and they wrote back. And, uh, yeah, and also I, I, I talked about Ali McGrath, and I sent it to their campaign, and, you know, hopefully, like, if I could do anything I can to, to help these, uh, to help some of the, the candidates. Like, um, me and my friend, I, uh, we did, I played my pension, and she played Kamala Harris for the debate. And yeah, um, before that, <laughs> and, and that was a that was a good one too. You know, we just like made Kamala the 
Mike Pence the, the, the bumbling idiot, as what we saw in the debate yesterday. It, it, was, it was exactly what we saw. <laughs> I just want to get the perspective. What did you think about uh, as a female where he just cutting off Kamala every single time in what 11 feet? And, you know, and, and it, it said a lot to women, you know, all over the country, all over the world. You know, she was Mamala, you know, as in, okay, I'm speaking. I, but, you know, it's just what they do. Just no respect for women whatsoever. Um, you know, wait your turn. You, we thought we would see something a little different than last week. Uh, but, you know, he's just he has a silver tongue, uh, you know, on a you know nice, even tone voice. So I guess he thought he could do the same thing and it'd be OK. But, you know, it's just just total disrespect for women. It was just crazy. Yeah, well, that's the thing. He was an old radio guy, so he's, he's a lot more smoother than Trump, who's like a rabbit, uh, rabbit right. dog. So mm-hmm. people think, oh, it's calmer. But no, it's just, it's, you know, just as bad or, or worse. Right, right. It's so crazy. And what, um, what led you into doing, you know, the comedy and the politics? It was something that I always wanted to do before, but when I was doing a lot of stand-up, people were like, okay, don't, don't bring politics into it. So, mm-hmm. you, you know, you don't want to, like, set off the crowd. So I, I didn't really do – I mean, I, I did kind of um, touch upon that, but it was always something I really wanted to do, and I just couldn't uh, – you know, I, was all, I started really – I was always into politics since, like, I don't know, the 90s. And um, so I, I was always trying to do anything I can. Like, for me, Obama was, like, the greatest president of my lifetime. And just oh, to yeah. see how ugly – oh, sorry, go no, I was agreeing. I'm like totally yes. Oh yeah, he was. And he was. He was great. And just to see the hatred, you know, from 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 Republicans, and he he mm-hmm. didn't even do anything. Like they were like, we're not going to let him get judges. We're not going to let him get policies in, and which I never understood. And and um, he's he was um, you know he all he wanted to do is try to bring people together, and you know don't leave anybody behind. And to see that divisiveness, I was like, okay, you know, I can't kind of be, can't do, be solid anymore. And then um, in 16, I was really into uh, 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 Bernie Sanders. So we did these events where we do like comedy and hip hop nights and like for fundraisers and, and just try to do everything that we could. But I, I was always into these, um, into causes and kind of getting out of your bubble. I guess that's where I was going with. So like um, in college, I took like, Latin American history, Afro-American history, wealth, power, and equality, women, and, um, and, and, and power, and just all these classes mm-hmm. that you normally wouldn't take, or most people that wouldn't, who grew up in my area um, wouldn't take. And, and I wanted to learn about as many different people as possible. I felt like you had knowledge, and um, you, you could really, um, two really big powers. There's like too much bigotry. Um, in 08, um, I... They were doing the no prop on eight, which was the gay marriage. Um, I went and I just got my license so I could just marry as many people like as we could, just because it was the right thing to do. Wow. So it was a, it was always like a, a passion of mine. Um, now the all the marches, like when we had all the the 
racial protesters, they were all down my street. So you, you just couldn't help but get involved. You know, you just felt like we got to do, we got to make change. If we don't make change, then who will do it? We can't rely on the politicians or anybody else. And, and we got change, you know, like, you know, I think everyone coming together and, and that, that was a good sign. So um, for me, like I was saying, with the politics, if I, if I can bring the comedy in and get you to laugh and make you think a little bit, then that, that's half the battle, like opening up a mind of somebody um, on the other side. And it's not an easy thing to do. It's really hard to change somebody who's like a Trump supporter um, mind. They feel like they're in a cult. But I try. Oh. You know, that, that's, and that comedy is the way to do it. Yeah. If I talk, they won't listen to a song or something. Maybe it'll, it'll spark something there. Oh, right. So, so true. It is really cult-like behavior. And so when you were, when you were growing up, um, who were your favorite comedians? And, and you're into, you know, you're an actor as well. Who were your favorites? And did you model yourself okay. after one? I think it was, also growing up, it was like, um, for me, it was like Robin Williams. I loved his like manic energy because I was like, like a Mork and Mindy and, and, and some of those shows, Eddie Murphy was like the guy. Um, Eddie Murphy for sure, Billy Crystal, and those, uh, those were some of the guys. Later on, it was like Seinfeld. Before, before the show, I was watching a lot of like the stand-up stuff um, as well. And, and those, those, those for sure were like some of the guys that I'm like, I looked up to. Wow. And did you tell your parents, you know what, I think I want to be a comedian and an actor? And did they say, no. you know what, get a real job? <laughs> oh, much, much, like much, much later that I actually thought uh -huh. about it. Uh, after, after college is when I, uh -huh. when I moved out, uh, out to LA. But, um, at when, 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 we, when we did that, you're just like, why not? You know, we, we gotta, just got to do something. It's like a passion. And, and for me, I was doing some other jobs. And it, it, for me, I, I couldn't do it. Like, it was too hard to be, like, in the office setting. Um, that wasn't right for me. Like, I, I was at one job, and I'd always just try to crack jokes the whole time. And then, so if I couldn't crack jokes, I'm just like, oh, man, this is, not, this is kind of boring for me. I mean, this is not what I should be doing. I'm like, you know what, I'm uh, probably not a good employee. Um, and I think a lot of people that I experience are like, yeah, no, that's, that's, not, that's not the type of field for me. Right. And, uh, <laughs> like, more creative. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, you're going to hire me? Are you sure about that? All right. <laughs> and tell oh, us that you have – oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, and, and, and for me, that, that's what kind of I like when I was doing a lot of stand-up. It's, it, it's fun being on stage, but it's also a little bit more isolating. And then um, when I first did my, pro, like my first show it was, uh, or film, it was really cool because you come up with this idea, and the next thing you know, you have like you know, 15 people you know, all kind of working on something that you created. I'm like, this is really cool, and it's all collaborative. And I, I really like that aspect of it, um, like mm -hmm. when I write – some of the stories are short, so like I don't need to take like all the jokes, but like, just spread them out amongst everybody in there. So like each cast member has like can bring something out to it, and then they feel like they're all part of it. Um, I know some people they're like, no, this is my story, and I have to be the big time star of it, and mm -hmm. I, I share the wealth. 
Mm -hmm. Wow. And I uh, wanted to mention, too, one of the um, one of the things that you did with uh, Eugenia. She was on the show. Uh, I think it was last year. And I was like, oh, wow, how cool is this to see you all doing the um, uh, with the, the disinfectant and this is a cute video. <laughs> Uh, well, I've done a few things with Eugene, and she's she's incredible. Um, I love working yeah. with her. She's so she's such a she's so down to earth. For people who may not be familiar, she's like was like an international model and a comedian, and been in a bunch of movies, but is is like so chill. And we did another show together, which was kind of like a cannabis show, but um, as well, she was my co-host. But that the socially distanced one was was fun. Yeah. We actually shot it distance and I kind of came up with the song because at the time you know like everyone was panicking over toilet paper and, and nobody knew like what was happening and, and you know everything was shut down and so the concept was like well what do we do in like the world of dating and um, so that was the concept between it uh, of it and when I wrote the song I sent it off to a, a friend of mine who kind of mixed it and and we shot the video remotely so everything was socially distanced Wow, that's fun. Yeah, I mean, she she was a great guest as well. And I want to ask you, so COVID has had people, you know, try to, to pivot um, the work that they're doing. And you have a couple of projects, which I wanted you to talk about. Um, the Truth Hurts and the Ad Show and Podcast. Yeah, thank you for bringing that up. Uh, so the, the show that I had called Truth Hurts, um, I took this character and who was basically kind of like a liberal guy who wasn't really making it over there and found it um, financially or career-wise is better as like a right-wing conspiracy host because a lot of the people just believe anything. So basically mm -hmm. when, when they're showing something, I'll, I'll take um, a topic, I'll show a clip, usually it's, it's Trump, and then I'll try to justify what he said in the clip, but you can't justify it because it's, it's insane. So as you're justifying it, it's actually the opposite. It's making it worse. You're just saying ridiculous things. And it's basically kind of modeled off like the Fox News and Alex Jones hosts, like the propaganda people who push all that. So that, that was mm -hmm. kind of the concept of, of Truth Hurts. And I, I do like uh, quick two-minute videos of those and they're a lot of fun because for me it's just like when i'm watching I, I consume so much news like so many people now because we're on edge and it's like how do i put that out to make make myself like figure this stuff out so that that was the kind of the concept um of it so it's a little different i'm a big fan of all the late night political guys like seth myers and um trevor noah and colbert and all those guys and it was kind of my little different take on that playing the opposite of the liberal guy, the conservative. And then the ADD show, I just kind of started that um, a few days ago. And it's basically kind of my, my podcast type of thing, or just me, not a character, just me picking a topic. Um, a lot of it's like, sport, like sports, entertainment, politics. But right now, I'm just really focused on politics. And a lot of it, I'm trying to get people to go out and, and vote and then kind of talk about the issues um, that we're facing. And that's just like really fun and cathartic just to kind of to get those out and, and just kind of different topics that we don't always get in the news. Um, but I always 
when all the stuff I always pull like facts and I will take like different clips of things that either were said or different facts. It's not just me going on a, on a rant. I, I, uh, I try to incorporate um, pieces of information that maybe people didn't, didn't realize that was out there. Right, because you do the one, um, you know, with uh, the Trump and, and, and COVID. And I said ADD, and it's ADD. Okay, and what does ADD stand for? Oh, that's a atten attention deficit disorder. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So, so the concept would be basically be I would have a bunch of different topics, but but right now I'm I'm really I'm really like focusing like I'm I'm signed up to a phone bank for Biden and um, um, another candidate as well. So right now I'm just really hammering that that topic until until we have the election because I think that's the oh. most important thing of our. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And you also um, were in the uh, the half to, uh, half New Year movie. Now I have to watch the movie. I didn't watch the movie, but I watched oh. the clip, and it looked really funny. But I'm going to do that. So tell us about that. Oh. Yeah, please watch that. It's on. Um, you can watch it in a lot of streaming services. Like you can watch it on Amazon Prime. And right. Yeah, it's a really fun um, story. Um, it's about like 20s and 30-something who all um, are in L.A. So like L.A. is all people from all over the place are coming. You, you kind of, all your family, you're moving away, and then and your friends, your family. And it's like, okay, all these people are living this house, and something's changing to the dynamic and like what happens. And it's a really fun comedy with like a good heart. And so I basically got to do um, part of there. I played like uh, one of the friends at the party, and I just kind of improv the scene with, between me and an inflatable snowman. So that was a lot of fun. Basically, like I just came up with this concept of me like being drunk and trying to have a relationship with this inflatable snowman. So that's kind of my teaser of of, of my part in the movie. But um, but it's it's a it's a real uh, fun movie that I think everybody can can relate to it's like what do you do after kind of after college and relationships that you build yeah it looks really it looks really funny and Mark what other projects are you um working on you know with COVID I know you've had to you've had to pivot like a lot of folks but what else do you have that's in the works so I had those two shows and I kind of really started working this year on like editing and learning music, a lot of EDM and, and some hip hop. And so I've been really just trying to make as many different projects and, and put them out. Like last year I had uh, nothing up on YouTube and now I don't even know, 50 or 60 videos. So I'm constantly trying to do like little comedy sketches and, and, and little shows. And, and I'm trying to do like really experimental music stuff too because that's for me is like a good release and I feel like music is a good way um it's a good thing to share with people so i'm just trying to expand like on all these different like concepts and shoot a bunch of different videos um and i'm also on a virtual improv uh team i just started that as well so we're going to have shows um at the la computer um that everyone's able to watch as well um so the same thing, just using comedy in, in pretty much in any anywhere that I I, um, I can put it. Like for me, if I don't shoot something, 
at least once or twice or three times a week, I just feel like, uh, like, oh, wow, okay, I'm slacking. Like, I need to go in and start creating. So there's always new stuff that's coming out. Um, everyone check, could check my, like, my YouTube channel. Uh, I would love to, like, subscribe, and I love working with different people as well. If there, there's people sometimes that reach out, I'm like, hey, let's do, let's do something. Yeah, fantastic. You have a lot of you know, a lot of good stuff on there. Um, thank you. I uh, I appreciate it. Uh, I always yeah. try to find as much like a variety because some people will like certain things and some like some other things people will kind of relate to. And Mark, the music that you have on SoundCloud, how do you describe that and where did that passion come from? Uh, electronic dance music. So mostly, and then there's some, there's a little bit of hip hop. I, I was always into music, but I couldn't play an instrument. I can't sing. Um, I could I could rap a little bit, and I always loved EDM music because uh, EDM music is something that um, you could just get really creative and wild with. So I, I just started learning these programs, and every time I just go in and just try to get even even more creative. And then I, I kind of call it like getting lost in a song when you're making it. And mm -hmm. you're just like, you don't think about anything else. And you're just like, okay, what can I do? Now let's get even more creative. So I think it's kind of like that creative mind is really like letting loose um, with music. And then just trying to, like I said, trying to put it out there or like put it out there for like different, if I could, like different DJ sets or just trying to have uh, have fun because also music brings a lot of people together as well um, and mm -hmm. that's like something that that really excites me but when, when i was doing um the first time i did when i did stand up my closing bit was always i did an acapella rap about being like a uh i'm like there's no songs about dorky kids from the suburbs and that was kind of like my my big closing bit i wrote a song about that and, and it was like my my favorite part of my of when i was doing stand up because it was like energy and you know, people would be kind of clapping along, and uh, I think everyone, like every comedian, wants to be a rock star. Mm -hmm. So, so I think that's kind of like my little inner rock star right there, or aspiring. Um, that is wonderful. That is wonderful. And I mean, you said two key things. You know, the music and comedy um, definitely bring people together, and um, they definitely take you know the edge off of really troubling times so uh kudos to you for, for doing that and uh, and we have a few minutes left mark uh, tell folks um how they can uh get in contact with you and how they can reach you on social media sure uh, you could go to my website and it's mark with the c and s gordon so Mark S. Gordon, and then also my Instagram is Mark S. Gordon, and my Facebook as well, and then my YouTube channel, which I have a little bit more videos, um, would be Mark Gordon as well. So um, definitely please reach out to me. I, I love talking to different people. I love collaborating with different people as well. Well, that's great. And any last words for us of uh, new things to new things to come? Yeah, um, from it, 
the what I would hope for everyone to do is just please, 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 just go out and vote. Tell everyone that you can to uh, to go out and vote as well. And um, hopefully, we'll we'll have a much more uh, calm country um, in just a very short time. I know. Wouldn't it be nice to just go back to normal, just <laughs> normal stuff? What, do you feel this too? Um, it's like every day, it's just like, again, it's just exhausting. I know, it's like it's been the longest four years ever. And then with COVID, it feels like it's been, you know, a year already. And so, um, yeah, things are just seem so exhausting. Um, just waiting for like the, the clouds to lift. <laughs> and, are you, uh, and I, I'm kind of a little bit more isolated too. And that's kind of why I like to do the videos, but are you the same way or are you kind of out in the public? No, pretty isolated. Definitely. Um, just taking, you know, everything one day at a time and, and not complaining, you know, not complaining. It's, I think it's, a time of reflection, um, something that was needed. Uh, so I'm definitely not going to complain about it, but um, ready for things to kind of, uh, you know, pick up and and go forward. <laughs> oh my, yeah, sorry, Maya, that's good. That'll be a a, a welcome fight when it happens. Absolutely. And I'm, you know, I'm glad you mentioned um, the voting. But Mark, thank you for, you know, all the work that you're doing, you know, within politics um, with these candidates, because, um, you know, that every, you know, little bit makes a difference. Um, just you never know whose mind you can change just by a song or by doing a short or a podcast or, um, you know, just giving people information um, like you're doing on all the different platforms that you're on. So thank you so much for doing that. And, you know, thank you for being on the Stroke Diva Fabulous radio show and definitely um, keep me abreast of what's going on. I'd love to have you back on and, um, and definitely share what you're doing. Well, I'd love to be on. It was a really fun show. I didn't even realize 30 minutes flew by because I had uh, such a great time uh, talking with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was looking forward to talking to you because I've been laughing looking at all of these different videos. <laughs> and I was like, wow. oh, wow. And if you see Eugenia, please tell her I said hello. I'll definitely have to have her back on. Um, maybe we could do something where uh, I can have the two of you on together. That, that would be great because we do a lot of, um, we, we did some Melania sketches as well. And um, that oh, was funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and great. she looks, looks like her. She looks like her. <laughs> it's amazing because you could see her transform. She played Ivanka in one, another one, Melania. And um, if you didn't see her transform, looked at her, you'd be like, that, that is, yeah, okay, <laughs> be her double. Yeah.
It's great. It's great. Well, thank you, uh, Mark. I wish you much success. Uh, TalkShoe is live and recorded. And once uh, we finish, it'll upload and I will share it on uh, my social media platforms. And thank you for responding on social media to to all of all of the little uh, things that I put out. I'm trying to use these oh. use these graphics. <laughs> I'm trying to use Canva now. <laughs> Just kind of playing around with it. <laughs> it's it's going. It's going. Yeah, it's going. So I'm trying to use these little graphics. Uh, just something, something, something new. So thanks for responding with on those and sharing those. Absolutely, um, my pleasure. Yeah, there's so many. There's so much stuff that you can do now. Um, different things and that uh, it's kind of hard to. To figure them all out. I know. I am trying. I am trying. So thank you, Mark. Enjoy the rest of your day. You're in LA, right? So yeah, it's still early for you. Yeah. Where are Where are you at? Yeah, I'm. I'm on the East Coast. Oh, okay. What What area? Yeah, I'm in Maryland. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I have a cousin in uh, who lives in Baltimore. Okay, that not not far, not far at all. And I have a cousin that that is in California, and uh, and we get to chat virtually uh, as well. I shouldn't say virtually, but on a app called Marco Polo. Uh, oh. So okay. he he's always like, okay, this will be here for you in the morning, uh, because of the three hour difference. So it's fun. So. I haven't been to LA in years. Well, when it's all over, yeah, definitely come out for sure. Yes, yes. You guys have such good stuff there. <laughs> a lot of it's a it's a, yeah. There's always something to do and and see for sure. The weather is kind of brought the weather is the one that really uh, brought me out here too. Wow, it's it's awesome. It definitely is. So thanks again, Mark, for being on the show. Uh, enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you, folks, for tuning in. And everyone, have a fabulous evening. And Mark, we'll, ch we'll chat soon. Thank you. Great, thanks. Bye-bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.